Hi, this is Gretchen from ComeToYourself.com with our series Facts, Not Fiction, featuring a discussion about parapsychology with Lloyd Auerbach. Enjoy. I would like, if possible, if you could maybe just mention uh, briefly some of the studies that were actually conducted by the government regarding um, whether it was uh, PK or ESP, uh, remote viewing type situations uh, so that people can understand that and certainly know that even our own government has actually investigated this. Well, the U.S. government and actually the Soviet government before the Russian government mm -hmm. um, has done an awful lot. Uh, not as much, perhaps, as other topics. In fact, um, the, pro the government program, which got started in 1972, lasted until 1995. Uh, over that time, there was only about $22.5 million spent which for a scientific program, uh, even though skeptics yell about that kind of money, it's like nothing. Yeah. They spend more money on toilets for the Pentagon yeah. uh, or, or screwdrivers. So um, the US government's program got started partly because the Soviets were already doing research in psychic phenomena, mm -hmm. uh, psychic abilities and trying to come up with different technologies to enhance or capture psychic stuff, which they never were able to do. But they did their own research uh, since about the, the mid 60s, early mid 60s. Uh, and when the, our government found that they were, you know, was got credible evidence that this was actually happening and they were actually, there were more than 50 labs studying what they called psychotronics in the mm -hmm. Soviet Union at one point. And so it was suggested by um, a couple of folks that we do that kind of thing. So a government contractor, SRI International, which originally was Stanford Research Institute, mm -hmm. uh, a couple of physicists, Hal Putoff and, and Russell Targ, were brought in uh, or worked on the project and really started the, the whole remote viewing flow, you might say. Um, this is a remote viewing is a form of real-time ESP at a distance. And part of the reason why they focused on that was because um, the government money, they were look, looking at what the Soviets were doing, which was spying. Can you use ESP to spy at a distance without having to send in agents? Or mm -hmm. at that point, we didn't have the best satellites to, to do what we can do today. We didn't have drones yeah. or, or, or the kind of wiretapping we can do today. Um, and they worked with a psychic named Ingo Swan, who helped them design a program by which they could test uh, military personnel for possible aptitude for doing this sort of thing. Now, while that was going on, which everybody in the field did not know about, what people in the field did know about is that Russell Targ and Hal Podoff were doing remote viewing research. And they were doing it, Ingo Swan was a well-known psychic. He was doing stuff with people, other research labs. There was a guy named Pat Price, who was a former police commissioner who did remote viewing with them. So they were, in some respects, this the perfect cover for a government program yeah. is to have the same thing being done for the public. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Nobody suspected that there was government, a government program wow. per se, you know, because of that, or what, what they were trying to do with the government program. Um, and really the only difference between the government and the non-governmental remote viewing research was the personnel, the people who did the remote viewing, although Pat Price also did some of the government stuff and also the targets. So for the, <laughs> for the scientific research and the public research, this was done with you know, true scientific intent with controlled, controlled targets, random selection, um, 
making sure that everything was totally controlled. Whereas with the government stuff, they had they were given a target by the military or by the CIA or the Defense Department or someone else, and they often didn't even get feedback as to whether they were correct or not. Ah, so, but, so it may have been more than an experiment at the time. But yeah, <laughs> let me let me explain a couple of things about this. So. Uh, I'm just trying to close my blinds here. All right. So the deal is, um, this is what uh, Ed May and Joe McMonagall and Victor Rubal and I did in our book, ESP Wars, is explaining this. Uh, recently, uh, over the last few years, Ed May has gone through the, the declassified material from the project. Uh, Ed May was the program director from 1985, late 85 to 95 when the program was shut down. Uh, there have been other directors before that. Um, Ed was involved in the project in some respects since about 75. So he's, he and Joe McMonagall are the two kind of long memories of the whole program that, are, that were still connected at the end. And what they, just to kind of summarize this, um, in looking over the data that Ed was able to retrieve, his own data, but also when it was declassified stuff, there was over 90,000 pages of material that was declassified, which Ed... <sighs> And another researcher he worked with got a hold of a few years ago. I actually have it on my on my hard drive as well because that gave me all the information. And uh, they went through it all. And one of the things that Ed was able to correlate or kind of put together is that there were 19 government agencies that had asked for missions or tasks, had tasked the remote viewing group. 17 of them came back again and again. So uh -huh. even though they didn't get feedback on every one of the viewings that they did, how accurate they were, for 17 of 19, so think about this, you have 19 customers for a yep. restaurant, 17 become regulars, two of them don't want to come back anymore. <laughs> what are the odds your food's terrible and exactly. the people are idiots, you know? <laughs> So it was, um, it started as a CIA, the CIA handled the project at first, but it was Defense Department, DIA, DARPA. It was handled by a lot of different agencies. Eventually ended up with the CIA. And then there were some issues. There were things going on at the CIA in the 90s, partly because of budgets. And this is when the, um, the Clinton administration was shutting down um, unused air, you know, Army mm -hmm. and Air Force bases and Naval bases. There were some questions about the CIA. So there was both political and monetary issues not really related to success or failure of the program at the end. Uh, most people know it as the Stargate program. So if anybody wants to look further, if they were to yeah, look and, it up under the Stargate program, it'd probably and be a good somebody, start point. And there's a lot of the material is available on the web. The CIA put that information up online. It's just the problem is sorting through it yeah. is difficult. Come to Yourself provides unbiased, easily accessible information from the top scholars in the fields of transpersonal psychology and consciousness studies coupled with personal insights from successful artists, musicians, and business professionals to anyone looking to start their spiritual journey to discover and serve their soul's mission in life. Thank you for listening.